Good morning, y'all. Happy Election Day. Wherever you are, it's November 3rd. And today is the last day to submit your ballots, to vote for whoever you want to win this presidential election. Um, but I'm not really here to talk about that. I'm actually here to talk about rest. So that seems to be a common theme on this podcast. Um, resting and just being still. And uh, it's interesting because I have not been resting. Um, honestly, I've been trying to take on as much as I can. I'm a very ambitious person and I think I tend to um, overestimate um, how much I can actually take on. And if you're like me, if you're really driven, if you're really passionate, then maybe you'll resonate with this week's episode. Um, we're going to get back into the interviews for sure. Um, but first, I kind of want to thank you for listening, for checking us out. We've gotten such an uptick in listeners. Um, I'm just amazed. I'm floored. So thank you all so much for listening to these podcasts, these episodes, to these women's stories. I'm just happy that you're able to resonate with them and with the podcast episodes that I post up here for this podcast. So I want to start off with a thank you. Um, I realize that I don't trust God. I don't trust God. And it's taken me a long time. I think I always knew, but I think just recently I've just come to terms with it and I'm just kind of surrendering. So if you hear me on this podcast, rest is something that I firmly believe in. Rest is like foundational for healing, um, for just being a productive citizen in general, but also just for health, right? Like just, just for being in a good mindset physically, um, emotionally, spiritually, and God calls us to rest. Rest is not something we earn. Rest is something that is given to us by the Father as a gift. And, you know, whatever your belief is, you're a human, you need rest. You need to sleep. You need to not do anything at all. You need to recharge your batteries because you're not a machine. But recently I've been treating myself like I'm a machine and I've just grown so frustrated. I've been trying to force things so much. Um, and in that frustration, I've been like, okay, God, what are you doing? Like, what's up? Like, you see me doing all this work? Like, why don't you meet me halfway while I'm doing these things? And the question is, did God really call me to do those things? Just for some background, for some clarity, I recently joined a mastermind. It's for um, businesses and uh, it's for women trying to start a business that they love. And so it's been great. It's been so inspirational. Um, I've been really inspired. I've been really uh, pumped up and charged, you know, with the things that people are telling me to do. Um, this is how you grow your business. This is how you grow your podcast. This is how you, I don't know, build a business that you love, essentially, like what the program um, offers. And I don't know, recently, I've been trying to put everything that they gave me into practice, into play, and it just hasn't been working out the way that they say it would. Now, they never promised me like, oh, yeah, just do these few things and it'll be great. Like, it's not a plug and play. That's not how it works. Right. But it really has been frustrating me because I've been putting so much energy into trying to build a business or businesses um, for a lot of reasons. For one, I'm tired of being broke. I am so tired of being broke. And, you know, to be fair, like our bills are paid, our heat is on, we have some place to live. And I'm so grateful for that. I have time to create. I'm back in school. Well, God covered those um, charges from my school account. So nothing came out of my pocket. I actually got a refund check for the money that I did pay. Um, so my schooling is free. And so, you know, I just thank God because that's not everybody's case. Right. But, you know, I'm trying to build a life for me and my husband 
that is free of bondage, free of um, scarcity, free of struggle. I don't want to struggle anymore. I'm tired of struggling. I'm, you know, I'm good on that. <laughs> like I've learned those lessons. I know what it's like to go without. I know what it's like to have to stretch your money out for months. I know what it's like to trust God in that. You know what I'm saying? And so because I felt like I already overcame those challenges and those struggles, I felt like I didn't need to like, God, okay, we get it. We don't want to struggle no more. Like we know what it's like to live off of little, you know, there's the scripture that says, um, uh, contentment, like we need to remain content, whether we have a lot or a little. And I feel like my husband and I have mastered living content, like living with contentment with little, like we get it. We, we got the lesson down. And so we're ready for this next phase in life. Um, you know, we want to have kids. We want to build a home. We want to, um, and it might not even be conventional, right? The way that we want to do things. Like we want a tiny house. We don't even want anything extravagant. We don't want a mansion. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even money-wise, I'm not even aiming to make millions upon millions of dollars. I just want to live comfortably. I want to be able to make maybe $100,000 a year. So that way we can pay all our bills off. We can pay all of our debts off. We can actually free up some money for saving and also for giving it to other people. Like we have really good intentions with our money. But for some reason, like the money, the businesses, like the ideas are coming, right? The ideas, like the downloads from God, like the things that God has given me to do, they're coming. Like this podcast, he's saying, do this podcast. And I'm like, okay, great. Like I love black women. I want to uplift them. I want to tell their stories. I want to share a space with them. I want to create a community for them. And even thinking about like, how can I monetize this, right? But the problem is when you worry about trying to monetize something, it kind of takes the soul out of it sometimes because you're so focused on trying to make money that you're not really focused on where God is leading you in this thing. And it might not even make sense. And I realized that I wasn't really making room for him to be God. I wasn't making room for him to blow my mind with uh, providing for me and my husband just by simply being obedient right? It's like, well, God, this, this business, you know, owner says this and this and this and whole time she doesn't even believe in God. Right. And so I'm trying to follow her, her steps. And I'm like, but this isn't even me. Like, and I'm not even coming for people who either don't believe who aren't of the faith or anything like that, but just like, you realize that this person is not me for like, not just because of her faith, but also because she's a white woman, right? I'm a black woman. Our experiences in life are two totally different experiences. And I'm not saying that she hasn't been through things because she has, but just her walking through life um, is there's a different air. There's a different experience to her story than there is to mine. And so I'm trying so hard to like, you know, reach this place that she's been in. And I'm like, Alicia, your story is different because you are different. You know what I mean? Like uh, just statistically talking about black women going to college. They still make little money because they're usually supporting their family, their friends, their family members who don't have anything. Um, things that honestly, a lot of white people don't have to think about. They don't have to think about generational debt or, you know what I'm saying? Like, like issues like that. Um, and also if it were between me, she and I, she and I would get paid differently because she is a white woman. Sadly. I mean, that's just how it is in America. Right. And I'm talking about America specifically. Um, for all my listeners in other countries, let me know what your experience is too, because that's I'm I'm interested to to hear about that. But I'm so like tired of taking white women's advice, no offense, <laughs> and trying to apply it to my black life, 
right? Because it does, it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be the same. It's not the same. And um, as I digress, more importantly, I'm tired of not trusting God and using, the thing is I'm doing a lot because I don't trust him. I'm overworking myself because I feel like I have to do it myself. And it really, and I was really thinking like, where is this coming from, right? And I really feel like it's coming from the struggles that I faced as a child. You know, I, when I was 16 and I got my first job, I had to pay for everything. My mom put that on me. Like, oh, you have a job now, you can pay for everything. But I also, it's not, it's not missed on me that my parents did struggle. And it's kind of like one of those stories, like you don't know that you're struggling until you look back and you're like, oh, wow, like we did struggle. Like our lights had been turned off. Our water had been turned off. Our heat. I remember sleeping in downstairs in the living room um, with the oven on, you know, just like with the gas oven on, heating the room in the fireplace that we had. So in a lot of terms, a lot of the time we were like, what is it, house poor? Like you have a house, but like nothing to like to really fill the cabinets. And I don't want to, I'm not trying to like, you know, rag on my mother or my father because they were doing the best that they could. They were doing the best that they could. They were following the American dream and what people said that they, you know, they should do. My father was in the military and, you know, at some point he's like, okay, I got to take care of my family, you know? And um, again, they did the best they could. So I'm not blaming them, but I also feel like I inherited this hustle and go-getter mentality from my parents because they struggled so much. Both of my parents came from poverty. They did. You know, that's a lot of Black people's story. They came from poverty and they wanted to make it. They wanted to, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to say this um, just kind of as a side note. I tend not to judge as I'm older, as I'm more, as I'm, I'm, as I'm wiser. I don't judge Black folks for wanting luxury. I don't. You know, if, if the world is telling them, hey, these Jordans will mean that you have status, Back in the day, I used to be like, you're so stupid. You're silly. Like, why are you spending all this money on these Jordans, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to do that anymore because I get it. I understand. Like, if the world is telling you that this is a status symbol and if you for your whole life had never had nothing nice, nothing to call your own, if you want to stunt on people, I get it. For a lot of Black folk, that is the only luxury that we have, the only accessible luxury. You know, people, what is it? They call it, um... <laughs> Rock Nation brunch Twitter <laughs> want to talk about people who, you know, oh, you're these simple black folk, like somehow you're more elite if you have a business. And we'll get into all that later because I don't agree with that. Um, I think you're just as raggedy as the people you're, you think that you're talking about um, when you talk down on your people because you have a business or because you have financial literacy that other people don't have. I think it's whack. I think that you should take that information and bring it back to your community so that people can access the things that you have access to. But a lot of people won't. And a lot of people don't because of classism, elitism, because they, in their mind, their pair of Jordans is the wisdom that they, that they gained from their experiences, right? The wisdom that they have, the access that they have, that's their Jordans. That, that's, the, that's the exact same thing. And you think that you're better, but you're not. You're really just looking down on people who you could be helping. Um, and so going back again, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. Um, I get it, I understand. And I think for my parents having a house in, a, in the suburbs, like that was their status, that was their Jordans, that was their, oh, we made it, look at us. We have, we have something um, that we couldn't have when we were younger. You know what I mean? And they never wanted to go back to that life. And so I understand it, but I think I'm tired of being a strong black woman I'm tired of it. I 
we talk about this, this, this trope, this uh, identity that the world has placed on us. Black women are so strong. And I feel like I'm tired of opting into that identity. I'm tired of being strong. I want to be taken care of. I want nice things. I want to take a nap. I want to go on vacation. I don't want to hustle. I don't want to work hard. I don't want to work hard. And even saying that sounds like a slap in the face to my ancestors, right? Because they worked so hard and I appreciate everything they did to, did to get me to where I am today. And I also understand that some people don't have the choice to not work hard, right? But I, I'm tired of working hard. I don't want to work hard anymore. And I realized that my working hard came from my lack of trust in God. I didn't trust that God was going to take care of me because I had to take care of me all these years. It's been me. I've been having three jobs. I've been going to school and working full time. I've been footing the bill for a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I've been having to make ends meet. And doing that from 16 on is exhausting. I'm 30. I've been doing that for 14 years. And I am burnt out. I am depressed. I am anxious. I am sick. I my 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 hormones are all out of whack. Like, you know, I feel like I've lost myself. I feel like when I look in the mirror, I haven't studied my face in so long and it looks so different from what I remember. And it's like, how did this happen? How did all these years go by and I'm missing out on the life that God has for me? And there's a benefit to rest. You get more life from rest. You rejuvenate, you, you start over, you, you are refilled, right, from rest. And it's something that we don't opt into because we feel like we have to hustle. And I know this episode is all over the place but I hope that you're getting it. You don't have to hustle. I'm over hustling. I'm about doing things the easy way. That's why I'm on my, on my office floor right now on my phone recording this episode. Usually I have a whole setup. I'm thinking about, oh, let me record something on my camera so I can post it to YouTube and Instagram. I'm not thinking about none of that right now. Right now I'm just sitting on the floor, talking into a memo into my phone, recording this podcast to share it with you guys because I'm hoping that it encourages you and inspires you to rest more. You know, yesterday, I didn't realize how tired I was. So I'm doing the 75 hard with one of my friends. Shout out to Makita, I love you so much. Um, and basically for 75 days, you work, you work out twice a day for 45 minutes each. Um, you pick a diet and you stick to it. And um, yeah, so I was, you know, we started this like last week. So technically we're on like what, day eight or nine right now. And um, I've been doing it. I've been keeping it up. But then I realized I had all these high hopes for myself. I was like, I'm going to, you know, do, I don't know, um, I'm going to work out really hard. I'm going to be really intense. I'm going to sweat and all this other stuff. And I'm also doing a smoothie cleanse. So, you know, it's a lot. Y'all pray for me. Um, but I realized that I'm just used to being so hard on myself. I'm, if it doesn't struggle, it don't make sense. Like literally that's the theme of my life. That has been the theme of my life. If I'm not struggling, is it even a real thing? And who told me that my life had to be a struggle for it to be real? Who told me that life has to be hard, but my ancestors, but the people, my community, but society who tells me to hustle, you know what I'm saying? And we hustle in even the small ways. Why can't I just be gentle with myself on this journey? Why can't I just stretch for 45 minutes each? Why doesn't that count? If I'm moving my body, why can't I just walk for 45 minutes? Why do I have to run? Why do I have to beat my body to look good, to feel good? Why can I only celebrate myself if I go above and beyond what is called of me? And I really don't have an answer. I'm, 
I'm wrestling with these things. I'm thinking about these things. But one thing I know for sure is that I don't trust God. I don't trust him. I don't trust, and I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself. Um, I don't trust that things will work out for me. I don't trust his word when it says all things work together for the good of them who love him and are, who are called, right? Like, I, I don't trust him. Um, and it's startling to me because I do consider myself a Christian. I do consider myself a follower of Christ. And the thing is, I trust him for other people. I don't think twice when it comes to other people. I don't. I believe everything his word says. I believe all the things I've heard. I believe all the things I've seen. You know, when people make it, I'm so happy for them. But when it comes to myself, I struggle so much with believing that God has good things for me because my life has been so trashy for so long. I have struggled for so long. For so long I have struggled and I'm tired of struggling and I think I keep praying like God take me out of the struggle and it just keeps I'm, I just keep steeping in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm just steeping in in the struggle and I don't understand why. I want my home to be a place of peace, of rest, of sanctuary, and for some reason it's always just been a place of unrest of chaos, of confusion, of stress, of noise, of anxiety. Um, and I don't understand. I don't understand why, like why it's not lining up. It's like, I am a child of you. I'm a child of God. So why is my life so hard? I think about all the heartache I've experienced, all the heartbreak, all the stabbing in the backs of friends and lovers and family, the abandonment for my father. You know what I'm saying? Feeling like I'll never be enough to my mother. Like all of these things created the perfect bed, the perfect garden for struggle to grow. I'm always trying to prove myself. I'm always trying to prove that I'm worthy, that I'm worthy. I feel like I'm about to cry and I'm sorry if I do, but that I'm worthy of someone sticking around. I'm always trying to prove that, you know, I am good enough. You know, I am special. I am somebody and even with my art and stuff like that, it's so hard as an artist not to opt into the struggle or to the challenge or to like, you know, feeling like um, if nobody listens to my music, is it even good? I want to be so resolute, so deeply embedded in the fact that I am worthy, I am loved, I am enough, that I don't have to struggle to prove something to somebody. That it's okay that if I stretch for 45 minutes a day, that counts too. And I can still celebrate myself. If all I did today was take a shower, that's still worthy of celebration. But I look over these moments so often because I don't trust that I'm good enough. I'm too busy trying to earn my love and my joy and all the stuff that I'm missing out on this life that God has for me. And I just want to, and I'm just at a place in my life where I'm surrendering. Nothing I'm doing is working. The business building is not working and I'm so mad because I invested a lot of money in this program, um, but I have to trust that God will take care of me, that God will see fit for me. If I'm doing the work, if I'm doing what he calls me to do, even if I'm not worried about the money, he's going to provide for me because that's what he promises to do, to take care of me. If I'm his child, he's not like my father who left me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, I, and I'm saying this to myself, even as I don't believe, it's like, Lord, help my unbelief. I believe, but Lord, help my unbelief because what my world looks like right now is not lining up with what your word says. What my life looks like right now doesn't feel like 
you are really there, that you're really providing, that I can really rest, that I even have the option to rest. You know what I'm saying? Like we're living on, we're living from paycheck to paycheck, literally. And I'm in a place where God is saying, don't take gigs, don't monetize stuff. Just do the creative work that I put inside you to do. Does that make sense? It doesn't, right? It doesn't make any sense. But I have to do the work before I trust him. So even as I don't trust him, I still need to submit myself and believe that he's going to come through for me. Even if it don't look like it. And I know it sounds crazy because usually we're like, well, where's the proof? Let's look, sis. I ain't got none. I have no proof. But I know I feel it in my heart that my body just wants to sleep. It wants to rest. Um, I mentioned this yesterday. Yesterday after the walk, um, for the 45-minute walk that I took, I came back in my office. I read um, some books. I journaled. Um, and I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I took a nap. And I was listening to um, Chill Hop, which is like lo-fi, kind of like feel-good music. I love it. Um, listen to it if you need, ever need to calm down. But um, I fell asleep. And I don't know when I fell asleep, but I just knew that I needed to sleep. My body was so tired. And I'm so busy, usually just hustling and everything like that, that I'm never taking a nap. I'm never taking a nap. And so in this place in life, I'm just re-evaluating what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Am I doing it because I really want to do it or am I doing it because I feel like I have to hustle and struggle and make ends meet? You know what I'm saying? So all this to say is that I'm trying to trust God, y'all, even when I don't trust him. Because right now, like there's there's a part of me, there is a, a little piece of me that's like, girl, no, we need to get this money. We need to do this stuff. We need to get it done. But I'm exhausted and I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be unavailable emotionally or spiritually for other people. I don't want to be unclear, unfocused with all the noise and the chaos because the world will tell you, this is how you make a million dollars. No, this is how you make a million dollars. And you're, you're, you're tossed to and fro, you know, trying to figure out, okay, how do I get rich? And really all I want, do I really want to be rich? I mean, sure, that'd be great, but I want to be wealthy. I want to be in my right mind. I want to be healthy. I want to be um, loved. I want to be full. I want to be healed. Like these are the things that I really want and a million dollars is not going to do it. But I know that God will be able to take care of me. And so I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to step back from a lot of the businessy things that I've, that I've wanted to do um, and just do them for the sake of doing them because he gave them to me to do. Like this feels good. This sitting here talking to you guys is not only cathartic for me, but cathartic for other people as well. They can tell their stories. We can commune. We can talk. Um, yeah, it, it opens it for dialogue and for thought. And um, I'm going to continue to do this, right? But the other stuff, the forcing it, the forcing it is so, so, uh, I don't know, like so harsh. I don't know the right word I'm looking for, but like forcing something just doesn't feel good. I just want to flow. I just want to flow and keep it pushing. And um, I really want to settle into my feminine because I feel like I had to be so strong and so masculine, honestly, for so long that, you know, my hormones are all messed up because I've been striving, because I've been stressing and struggling. Like, I'll get more into that later, but learning about like just like the feminine and the masculine energy we put into things. Right. And so a lot of the stuff that I've been doing has been masculine energy and I haven't really had a time to really just be feminine to really just like be able to submit, to be able to 
um, just be quiet and rest and relax. I've always had to lead everything. I've always had to start everything. I've always, and I'm tired of that. I'm, I'm sick of it. I want to be able to step into my feminine and to be able to be totally sub- submissive, one, to God, but also to my husband. That's really hard too, that we can talk about later. Um, because in my life, I've had to do everything. But um, yeah, I'm just ready. I'm ready to rest. I'm ready to try to trust God. I'm ready for God to show me that when I do trust him, when I do settle down and put my faith in him, that he can do it. Um, so I realized that I haven't really given him an opportunity to show me that he is God. And so I am stepping back and allowing him to be God. So that's this episode. That's where I am right now. Let me know where you are. Hit me up. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Alicia Renice, A-L-E-C-I-A-R-E-N-E-C-E, everywhere. Um, you can send me an email at alicia.renice at gmail.com or thefreeblackwoman at gmail.com. Let me know what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Um, I just feel like it's just been a constant theme in a lot of people's lives. Resting, being still, being quiet, waiting. I'm not forcing things. I feel like so many of my friends are in that same place. And a lot of the podcasts I listen to about business has been about rest. And I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. All right, fine. I'll rest. I'll chill. Um, and really just submitting to him because I, I feel like I underestimate what God can do and overestimate what I can do, you know? And um, I know that's wrong. That's dead wrong. Because there's only, the only reason why I have breath in my body right now is because God gives it to me, because he breathes it in me, right? And if the creator of the world, why can't I trust the creator of the world to take care of me financially? What, what's up with that? I really have to get to the root of these things. And in order to get to the root of these things, I have to pause. I have to stop. I have to allow him to assess me. I have to assess myself and really be like, okay, God, I'm really being honest with God. Be like, if you're the God of the Bible, if you're the God who does all these things for all these other people, if you're the God who's really making this happen, show me. Show me. I demand that you show me. I beg that you show me so that I can trust you because I want so badly to trust you, but I felt so let down for so many years. And that's honestly where I am right now. So happy election day, y'all. I hope that you take this time to really assess yourself. Do you need to rest? Are there things that you need to ask God for and just be honest about? Don't leave until you get it because I'm not. <laughs> I, I demand that he show me the God that he says he is of the Bible. So um, I love y'all. Have a wonderful rest of the week. And until next episode, remember that you are loved, you're beautiful, you're a whole. And love yourself. Love others. Okay? All right. Take care.